jinkies. Oh, what's that gross book made out of skin? It's not a book. It's a tome made out of skin. Ew. What's it say? Behold the collected apocrypha of Stacy Ponder, the writer for Final Girl. And Anthony Hudson, the programmer for Queer Horror. And together they are... Oh my god! Don't read it out loud! Don't read it out loud! of Darkness! Listen, October is well underway. Oh, yeah, she is. Right? She's in full swing now. How exciting. I One should... Yes, I would agree. I agree it's exciting. I love it. The leaves are fallen. The ones that aren't are red. Uh, it's crisp. It's cold. I... Oh, Stacy, I ate the ice cream, and then I ate a donut, a pumpkin donut, and then I ate a pumpkin cookie, and then I had another pumpkin cookie. Just today? That was last night. Today will be like twice as much. Like it's it's a nightmare. It, oh, you're it, just full pumpkin. I can't stop, and I just keep watching horror stuff. And I'm like, what is this? It must be Halloween. Yeah, I'm vibing. Well, I mean, I say, in you know, indulge. Tis the season. Yeah. It's just the problem is then when I indulge from October until January, <laughs> so I'm like, well, it's the holidays. I I'm contractually obligated. To eat all of the pumpkin ice cream and then the, well, I'm not going to eat candy cane, I guess. But peppermint flavored things. And... Peppermint flavored things. The, 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 the sugar cookies that turn to like air when you eat them that have the, the candy icing. All through November where it's just gravy. Just gravy. I'll just, I just take a gravy boat and I just dump it down my gullet. Well, good for you. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if I may, pimp my ride. Pimp my, my blog. Oh, oh, not not your giant um, sports car that you have parked in no, front of the manor? Never. <laughs> no. Uh, no, my, uh, as October is in full swing, so is Shocktober at Final Girl. Hell so yeah. That rocks. So I hope someone is enjoying it. Hell yeah. I know I am. Oh. All right. it's great you're covering amazing characters in the world of horror and some of them aren't even characters (laughs) no they're all characters to me they're characters of the heart man i yeah exactly i did think about one of the ones i posted already (laughs) that makes me smile every time i think about it is that roller skating party from graduation day okay I said to myself, I was, I was screaming on the couch reading that and I was showing Jason the gifts that you posted with it. And I'm just like, how have I still never seen this movie? I don't know because graduation day is pretty great. Like you have, you have tried for years now to lure me in. You say, Vanna, why Anthony? You say sword attached to a football, Anthony. But honestly, I think it is Stacy Ponder sharing gifts of people shuffling and pretending to roller skate at a party. <laughs> I think that's what finally got me to say it's happening. Yeah, it's if you if you go to my site, you'll see the gifts, which were such a pleasure to make. <laughs> it's a roller skating party with people roller skating, but then there's a large number of people who are just like running around in the big circle. 
as if they're roller skating. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Like, did they just not have a budget for roller skates for all it parties? Maybe not. And maybe they just thought it needed more people. More people density. <laughs> they said, you shuffle by. Yeah, it's so great. And watching Graduation Day again in preparation for that piece. That movie is a real treat. I know Football with a Sword Attached has been a Final Girl staple since the blog's earliest days. Oh, yes. But uh, watching it, that movie really has a lot to give. And I think, should we ever here have another spate of great value slashers? Oh. We should for sure do Graduation Day, because it's really something. I mean, that's that would be number one on the list, I think. Yeah. I'll force you to watch it. Yeah, you get the eye forceps and everything. Oh, yeah, that might have to happen. That sounds amazing. That's what I was going to ask was, are, are, do you have special Halloween season watches that you're partaking in beyond these for, for Final Girl? Are you watching anything spooky ooky? <laughs> Uh, I've been watching a lot of Murder, She Wrote. Does that count? <laughs> I guess that's spooky ooky. There's death. All I can say is, like, I feel shocked. I I feel especially, I've said this so much on the last couple of episodes, but especially after the last two years, three years, how long has it been now? Three years, practically. It feels like there's finally things happening again. And there's finally things worth watching. I, like, stuff comes out that is new, and I sit down and watch it, and I like it. Mm, that's not like you at all it's not like me and i'm perplexed i sat down stacy i sat down and i watched the hocus pocus too i want to see that i'll I'll give you my disney plus because i think you would enjoy things about it i love i loved it it was hilarious i had a blast and i said i liked a new thing (laughs) i liked a new cash in (laughs) i had a blast with it because the the movie it turns out likes those women which I didn't know if it would. And it turns out they do, in fact, r- love those women. And I said, I love these women. And it was a great movie. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, I watched that. I watched um, I watched the new Interview with the Vampire TV series. And I loved it. Didn't, didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, you did? I loved it, Stacy. I say how I I thought I wasn't going to be into it because I, you know, I heard about it a while ago. I saw the trailer. I said, this doesn't look anything like the story. And it turns out, no, they changed the story, but they retained the key like character archetypes and like the key events that kind of happen. But it just, it feels to me like the old Hannibal series. Like they've, how they just took material I really loved. They remixed it. They updated it. They challenged it. And they made something so what I love the most about it is it is so, so, so gay. And I'm realizing, this is a question I wanted to pose to you, like, we've seen lesbian vampires a lot, right? But I'm like, besides, like, low-budget, you know, art films, as I call them, my VHS collection of art films, besides that, <laughs> do we see, like, gay vampires in anything except, like, True Blood, and that's, like, straight guys playing gay vampires? I think it's one of those things where you say, oh, Dracula and Renfield, right? Making eyes at each other. But it's never <laughs> as, like, explicit as a lesbian vampire. Though. How many lesbian vampire films are the women actually lesbians? Or they're just, uh, they're vaguely bisexual at best. Mm-hmm. That's also absolutely true. 
But I, I just feel like I was I was watching this series that it turns out I now love, and I'm telling everybody please watch it because I think it's very well done. But uh, I I I just thought I, I had this horrible massive realization where I'm like I've never actually seen gay vampires ever. And so this is a shock to me. You see them make out. You see them tell each other. They say, I love you. Like, it's it's so gay. And it's really well done. So I was, I'm just so excited for new horror things. Wow. Everybody. This is unprecedented. <laughs> Anthony is excited about things. And Anthony likes things. Likes things. <laughs> Wow, new things? But not the new Hellraiser. I draw the line. <laughs> okay, that's fair. No, it was just fine. But this stuff, I'm just I'm just blown away. So I say thank you, October. Thank you, Shocktobra. She has bestowed gifts upon you, apparently. I feel like Nancy in the craft. Right. <laughs> yeah. And now, and now, Stacey, new Mama Moo. Oh, Mama Moo. It's like out as of the day before this episode dropping. Yeah. So while people are listening to us now, I'll be listening to Mama Moo for sure. We have our ear forceps in and we're just, <laughs> yeah. we're just blasting Mama Moo. I'm so ready. I can't wait. I love them so much. I love them so much. <laughs> <laughs> See, but this is just, this is madness that there are so many things after so long, there are so many things to be excited about, including new K-pop. It's nice. But in honor of Mama Moo, obviously, we had to do something Korean. Obviously. Obviously. It's but the here's, rules. Here's the thing, people, is that whenever something like this comes up, we say, okay, well, we have to do something Korean, but what are we going to do? And we run into problems because things are really difficult to find. Yeah. There are movies I desperately want to do in this show, but they're just not available here. Or there are movies that are available here, but aren't going to be that, you know, what are we really going to talk about? Obviously, we can talk about anything for any number of hours, but <laughs> whether or not it's compelling is another issue entirely. Or, or yeah, and the, the, some of even even if they are available, and there are things to talk about, and it's in line with the the gay lord's ethos, they're like on Tubi, so you you would watch it. We tell you to watch it, and then you'd have to sit there and watch like a two and a half hour movie that is now three hours because it's interlaced with Tide commercials. Yeah, there's there's one movie in particular that I have the DVD. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> but it has a but it's an import dvd and the only place it's available it's never gotten a western release and the only place it's available is tubi and it is absolutely a perfect gay lords of darkness movie oh, i need to see it i need to just give up and get through the tubi but you can't i mean tubi is great for cruddy horror movies for made for tv movies <clears throat> but you don't want to be watching like suspiria and then all of a sudden it's like, do you love mayonnaise? <laughs> 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 yeah. Susie and Madame Blanc are eye-fucking each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then it cuts to best foods. Yeah. Have you ever had diarrhea? <laughs> <laughs> I like your commercials, though. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. So yeah, I feel like you need to. Tubi is actually a wonderful service. Yeah. Uh, but I'm you not need a classist. To, but you need to like. I think there are things that just shouldn't be watched on Tubi, if at all possible. Well, that yeah, it's like yeah. Imagine watching the Wailing. Right. Yeah. And it just cuts to yeah the diarrhea ad. Like yeah. I, I do like that they sell diarrhea though. <laughs> <laughs> until i saw it on shark tank i didn't believe it anyway so we we whittled it down because we're like but it's a mama moo week we fucking have to do something related and so finally we were like all right we whittled it so far down that it broke yeah <laughs> now we are left with slivers yeah <laughs> today's movie oh my well, <laughs> I heard it was bad. Yeah. Critics said it was bad. I said to myself before watching it, I lit some candles. I turned off the lights. I was like, I'm going to do my best to make this spooky. Uh, I'm going to really try to get into it. I will be the person who sees something in this movie. And I did. I see that it stinks. <laughs> can save this film no i want to i still am rooting for it somehow and i'm trying to be like is that just because it's like an asian american filmmaker's first movie and you love sandra O, oh, and dermot mulroney is in it uh. and all and you know like so you're just rooting for like are you being racist like you're rooting for it for those reasons and i said maybe the, the state the good racism yeah, but it's the good kind of racism <laughs> no this movie's not very good despite i like you said it has these components it has sandra oh she is one of our greatest actresses i love her and yet, this movie gives me the new um, experience, an experience I've never had before, of watching Sandra Oh try to find anything in a line. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's trying, she is trying, you see her trying. She does try. I thought this movie would take me back to some of the kind of movies we got in the bro horror era. The ones that weren't bro horror, but you're more low key, like a, I don't know, the, that Hillary Swank movie or the that Hillary Anna Pack would, like, well, she was in, wasn't she? I don't know. Hillary it's like Swank. a woman versus a ghost. Oh, you know? oh, or like Anna Paquin in like darkness or something like that. Yeah, exactly. That kind of thing. The messengers, like oh. that kind of thing where it's like, you, you know, there's you have to there's a ghost in it yes it's made out of computer but i just i thought it would like take me back to that time and it doesn't no no i thought at least that it would like kind of feel like a, a grudge or a, a a post ring uh american attempt at j or k horror and even that it just <sighs> well and then i found myself stacy saying am i a racist because i was like but what if this movie... Because there are themes in here that are very in line with, like, a classic uh, K-horror film. 
like it's very much concerned with motherhood which like i'm pretty much fucking every k-horror movie i've ever seen or j or k-horror you know so many of them star mothers and they're about the failings of motherhood or trying to be a good mother or overcoming the drama of motherhood or you know and this is very much that but i'm like i found myself being like well if this was actually just like in korea and made in korea then maybe i would love this movie that because i think it came out of this it's it's korea by way of american culture right but i'm like if it had just been just korean culture and not this americanness this american cw sheen over it well i mean it would be an entirely different movie i think if it approached i guess <laughs> i just think it it feels like a horror movie made by somebody who doesn't have a lot of experience with the horror genre yeah as yeah. a viewer or, or certainly as a filmmaker well and i think that's what i'm asking for is for it to be a different film oh, oh <laughs> yeah that's like fine it. yeah that's fine that's fine which i want this movie to win like you i didn't like candles please tell me what candles you lit were they scented uh yes but i don't know the flavors well one of them was vanilla flavors vanilla lavender i think but then oh. but the other two are just like halloween candles and so i'm not sure exactly what they are oh but they do have a spooky scent or like yes, a, a warm yes. autumnal yeah effervescence okay that's good to know okay um so i didn't i didn't go that far though i had the candles lit inside my spirit my heart place it, i was like i told jason i was like jason we're gonna love this sit down we're gonna we're gonna have a great time with this movie I really wanted to. I didn't even care. It's rated PG-13. And I said, so? Before I went into it, I said, so what? You think Bring I'm afraid it. of PG-13? Bring it the fuck on. There's some perfectly great PG-13 movies, okay? Yeah. That doesn't yeah. turn me off in the least. No, because I've got Sandra Oh and Dermot Mulroney. Exactly. Little did I know, it was also incompetent. Oh. <laughs> Which I don't, doesn't bring me joy. Listen, I will say that in the parts where they spoke Korean in this movie, I was pleased with how much I did understand of the Korean. I thought of you. I thought, well, Stacy must be getting something out of this at least. Such a boner. <laughs> Such a language boner. Hell yeah. Here's what I'll tell you I get most of all though. And this is really, here's the thing. Oma means mom. It doesn't mean mother. It means mom. And mom, as you can see in English, is very different than mother. Nancy Thompson does not go into her house and slam the door and say, Mom! She slams the door and says, Mother! <laughs> and so when the title screen comes up and it says, Oh, Ma, Mother. And she keeps saying Oma through the whole thing. She's saying mom. She's not saying mother. And it doesn't, like, I mean, if you don't know that, you don't know that. That's great. But it's like, when you do know that, and there's all these serious moments where you're talking about how your mother abused you and everything, and you're like, it's like mom, mommy, mama. Like, that's what it means. Wow. It's a, ch it's a child familiarity mother, mom, mommy. Yeah. Or just like, oh, my mom, blah, 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 blah. And like, you know, you might call your mom, oh, ma, like, sure, but it's your mom. And it means something different than mother, tonally. More, more casual. It's more casual. And so to be like, oh, yeah, my oh, ma burned me. What, like, whatever. It's just like, it just, like, the impact is totally different. Okay. Pair this, listener, with our notes on translation from last week's episode, which I loved. 
But this is crucial. So like I'm not I'm trying to I don't want to be obnoxious about this, but it's like um, it's a actually. different Yeah. <laughs> but it's also just weird when it's like a really serious moment and to be like, yeah. oh, Mom <laughs> Mom Scary you sound Mom like, Yeah, you sound like a petulant child versus like something that actually matches the gravity of the situation. Help. Help. I'm being possessed by the ghost of my dead mother more gravity help i'm being possessed by the (laughs) risotto i'm being possessed by the ghost of my dead mom bar bar conversation stop or my mom will shoot comedy stop or my mother will shoot lifetime movie lifetime drama yeah absolutely you see yes these small things that people might not think are important but that's a massive something sure is (laughs) so anyway wow so the movie is just called mom it's just called mom huh okay norman bates is not going mom mom oh mom the blood (laughs) oh mom the blood So anyway, I don't want to harp on it all day, but I just thought people should know. That's my dramaturgical note. I love that. Thank you for that. Well, yeah, you're right. No, but she doesn't come up at the end of Psycho 2 to drink milk with them or whatever. And she doesn't say, I'm Norman's real mom. Wow. How'd you? Well, that just shit. So, okay. So there is also a translation disconnect in terms of this film. But I mean, people don't know. And it's, you know. Well, now the people do know. Now that people do know there's going to be mobs in the street, it's going to be like Halloween Kills ending all over again. (laughs) (laughs) Uma dies tonight. Mom dies tonight. Mom dies tonight. (laughs) So, but anyway, did anybody watch this? Did anyone watch it? We're sorry. Uh, Well, you can tell them what it's about, Anthony. Okay, so as the movie explains to us early on in the title sequence... This movie called Mom could also be called Local Beekeepers Sweet Life Off the Grid. Uh, Sandra Oh plays Amanda, who was uh, uh, she 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 her family immigrated over from Korea, um, where her mom was a successful dressmaker. They immigrate over to the United States and then you know live an immigrant's life. She doesn't speak the language. Things are really hard for her. She's becomes very isolated. She makes Amanda, Sandra Oh, her daughter, Suyun. She makes her um, hang out with her all the time and is very overbearing, overburdening, and then abusive. She abused her, right? It seemed like. Did she shock her with electricity or something? Amanda's mother? Yeah. 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 She did awful things to her. Um, Amanda grows up, leaves the house, never sees mother again. Uh, gets a sweet life off the grid as a beekeeper because her 30-year-old teenage daughter... Gay uh, teenage daughter. Gay teen... Thank you! Thank you! There, This is canonically queer feminist horror, right? <laughs> yeah. Her gay 30-year-old teenage daughter who calls her... If you want to talk about mom and mother and the amount of times this 30-year-old screams, Mommy! <laughs> Etc. Oh, it's embarrassing. Um... 
she her daughter likes bees or something so they decide to become beekeepers and they live a very sheltered very contained isolated life off the grid with their bees their bee colonies um they grow honey and sell it on the internet through dermot mulroney who shows up every now and then to take the honey and to sell it online they don't understand how the internet works or that their things are selling because he handles all that for them because Amanda is, this is one of my favorite fake illnesses. (laughs) Amanda has electricity-itis where she cannot be around electricity. And yeah, she's like a lost character from Todd Haynes' safe. Yes, yes. And there was a, there was a show on Netflix that actually, I think it was really, it was, uh, a lot of people came for it and probably rightfully so because it was like, it was about harder to diagnose illnesses and things like these um and i think you know there were some people that actually have real problems and real conditions that just kind of got made to look like a clown show on that documentary but then it did also talk about people that have electricity itis which i'm just obsessed with (laughs) like (laughs) you cannot be allowed around electricity like if there are electrical frequencies anywhere near like you will feel it you'll get weird headaches like all this stuff maybe it's real i don't know enough about it but i love the idea of being sick from electricity so um, amanda sandra O oh, has this so they have no cell phones they have no internet they have nothing they just have dermot mulroney which to me is a great internet alternative <laughs> um they amanda like starts to you know she wants to go off and go to college and then this activates some some latent trauma some intergenerational trauma within sandra O, oh, who really just wants to keep her daughter with her and and not be left by her like she left her daughter or, or left her mother one day her uncle shows up her korean uncle he shows up um they have a conversation he's like here's your mom she's dead your mom sucked take her ashes <laughs> take take the stuff get rid of her he gives her this whole like suitcase that's full of an urn with her ashes so sandra O oh finds that and opens it up and she finds all this stuff and then she's like fuck you mom and so she takes it and throws it into the ground and she's like i'm getting rid of you uh mom literally mom is her name <laughs> starts showing up in the house you know doing wacky things she'll pop up and look at you and you go oh no um sandra O oh begins to literally then turn into her mom so and you say hold on a second is this just about that classic i'm turning into my mother which then when dermot mulroney says oh i'm turning into my mother and sandra O oh looks at him and goes oh, i am too then you know that oh my god this really is just about turning into your mother intergenerational trauma we all love it so this this goes on spirals out of control amanda uh her daughter her 30 year old daughter teenage daughter hangs out with another girl they're gay um, it's canon <laughs> the other girl's like you're super weird but like you should go to college because i believe in you let's make love and then um and then sandra O oh sees her while she's also turning into her mother and getting these weird like wrinkles and stuff that go <laughs> on her face uh she finds uma as things get really bad like she gets possessed by her she tries attacking her daughter all these things and then finally sandra oh like walks into a room one day and ghost mom is there and then she's like i'm sorry i'm really sorry and i thought it was actually kind of thoughtful and i really wanted to like it 
she's like, I'm really sorry for leaving you. And I need blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, but you're a bitch and you need to leave. <laughs> and then, and then she just is like, see a mom. And then she buries, she has a, a, an adequate burial. Her daughter shows up. They're wearing traditional garb. They do the JSA, like this burial ancestral honoring ritual. And then, and then it's over. And her daughter goes to college and is gay. To its credit, I will say I was expecting a shitty jump scare. At the end? At the end, when the yes. daughter... I was like, okay, so we're gonna... Oma's gonna be like, ah! like, at the end, you know? Yeah. She's, the, no. she's the principal of college at the, <laughs> her daughter goes to at the end. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was expecting that. And yes, I agree with you. The scene with the mother, where it's kind of like... Like, I think this movie's points are worthy. Yes! As you get older and you see your parents as the adult humans that they were when you were young and you kind of come to understand what life, like you're in their shoes, even just age wise or something. And you realize, oh my God, they were going through some shit. But also, you know, having to say like, yes, parent, you were going through shit. That doesn't give you the right to pass your shit on to me. Mm -hmm. That's totally worthy. And I thought in that scene, it was a really when she talks about her mother being an immigrant yeah what she through what she went through and like losing her identity and like being stranger in a strange land and not being able to speak the language and just completely losing herself like how many how many have gotten into a taxi cab and it's like oh i was a fucking surgeon back in my home country Yep. And here I'm driving a cab. Not that there's anything wrong with driving driving a cab, but it's like your life is completely different and you lose your sense of who you are a lot yep. of times. And so I just thought, oh my God, that is such a rich concept that hasn't been explored in terms of like, I mean, this filmmaker, Iris Shim and Sandra Oh and all of this, they're like first generation, like children of immigrants. Mm-hmm. And that's what, the film Minari was touching on, but we haven't had like a horror equivalent yeah. of that. And in that moment, that's what this film was. And I just thought this should have been explored. Yes. This should have been explored. The movie, like for the longest time, like Sandra O's oh, character just starts out traumatized looking, you know, being afraid of everything. And it's just like, that's her through the whole movie. We don't get any sense of her as an actual person, any kind of before or whatever. And so while I was thankful that for once a horror movie was clocking in at like under an hour and a half, I did think to myself, if this was a Korean horror movie, it would be two hours long. Yes. And it would be much, it would lean much more into that family drama and why all of these things are happening versus just repeatedly showing us things happening and Sandra O oh being afraid. Yeah. Now she's in the bathtub. Now she has a new wrinkle. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that to me was like, oh, this is the lost opportunity. We should have seen. Absolutely. We should have seen the mother in before. Absolutely. But it all stems from the script first. So. Which the script is awful. it's just the lines are so bad the dialogue is so bad i did write down that the info is dumped very simply and very strangely 
because you'll be like wondering what is going on like okay so what's the truth of amanda's family and her life before and all of that and then all of a sudden you'll get it all and it'll just be like oh um so i lied about my entire family history and i was abused and the man who came here was my uncle and those are my mother's dead ashes and and yeah like the information wasn't imparted in a way that was satisfying as a viewer of cinema it felt like that would have been more of a third act revelation where then the daughter begins to understand especially if you have this parallel story of the daughter kind of becoming amanda and amanda and what amanda lived through with her mother you would think it's it's like uh thinking about another film that did try to do really similar things i I think well i mean it did do similar things but it, it, it successfully did them was like relic where you you have three generations of women all confronting this like legacy like a an unstoppable legacy and you get time with each woman from each generation and and it builds up into a beautiful sad cathartic explosive ending where everything is felt and revealed and understood by all three women and yeah th- that they just dump all of that in the beginning and then we know everything now and now it's just well is she going is sandra o oh gonna wear the dress or not <laughs> is she wearing the mask now or not but that scene i agree with you like that that there is a there is a stronger film in here all and i think for me it all revolves around that scene because i it was really well done i thought and yeah even the writing was good that in that moment that Sandra Oh like killed that monologue and talking about what she went through. It was, I felt I wanted to feel emotional because it was thoughtful. And honestly, I could have had it just end with a beautiful, now I'm holding my mom ghost and now we have solved the thing. I don't need like, okay, now you, you have time to leave mom (laughs) (laughs) and all that. Like we don't, it could also just be thoughtful, which relic absolutely does gorgeously and so stunningly sad so i yeah that's a really good comparison thank you no it's true because i think (laughs) relic was really overlooked because of the timing of the release and everything oh Um, it's a perfect beautiful horrendous sad movie mm -hmm. but that's like a movie that you know deals with this kind of intergenerational trauma between women in a western way which is what this is even though it is you know asian american because a korean film approaching this same thing we would have gotten flashbacks and it would have played with time and we would have up until the end of this movie where something was revealed we would have been wondering what the fuck was going on because you wouldn't be able to tell the past from the present you wouldn't be able to differentiate always you look at something like a tale of two sisters you know just as like the one of the greatest examples of it Mm -hmm. of like okay which narrative thread am i following right now and that's what one of the things that i find so intriguing about korean horror this could have if it was going to go that way if it was going to go the korean way it could have used that and if it was going to go the relic way it just needed more like you said of the emotional heart of it Mm -hmm. yeah because when it's lacking that and the scares are just kind of like, okay, I mean. They're just there. They're just there and nothing was scary. No. And it threw in some folklore here and there, like when the Kumiho showed up at the end, like when the fox had turned into the nine-tailed fox. Love him. But it was kind of like, all right, but why? Because he's only in that one scene. 
was only in that one scene and it doesn't have you know it's just a thing out of eastern folklore yeah oh they kind of did pick a mythological component but it actually has nothing to do with anything yeah i mean the kumiho is like a is a beautiful like it's it appears in japanese folklore korean folklore chinese folklore it's like a beautiful woman who kind of like a succubus hmm. she seduces she seduces men and like eats their livers or something or cool yeah but I mean, here, like, what did that have to do with anything? But I guess it, doesn't. it, just, it was some sprinkling of Koreanness, I guess. Yeah, yes, it's it's an, another Whitman sampler. <laughs> here, this one has cherries in it and dead chickens. Do you like it? Wasn't very good. No, no. Sandra O oh tried. Yeah. I like the gay friend. Yeah. <laughs> And Dermot Mulroney can still get it, it turns out. So. He's so rugged now, right? He's so rugged. He's so rugged. I like him. He looks him. great. I He's one of those guys, one of those, one of those actors that shows up and you're like, oh. He's like a cozy chair. Yeah. Bet you want to fuck. <laughs> All right. Anthony's humping the chair again. Oh, boy. There's a little a piece of tape on it. It says it says Dermot. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, we have friends come over like, oh, you don't want to sit on that chair. That's that's Anthony's chair. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. And don't get out the black light. <laughs> yeah, step down, Barbara Walters. Yeah, like we don't need a 2020 investigation of that chair. Thank you. You downs. No, don't go in that room. <laughs> Mark my words, somehow Dermot Mulroney is going to hear this. Mm. And this is going to single-handedly ruin my chances with him. Oh. <laughs> or, no, or expedite my chances. That's right. I, I went into this, you know... I went into this not expecting to come out of it a chair fucker. So, on that note, Stacey... <laughs> With all of that said, are you ready to place your head on the chopping block? Oh, I super am. You know, I was out for a walk and (laughs) passed by a hair place that had a sign in the window that said stylist wanted and i thought to myself this could be my one chance to fuck up one person's hair (laughs) like i could apply i'd have to fake all my credentials i have to like go hard on the photoshop and i feel like stylists have to rent their chairs so it would ultimately cost me money but i would (laughs) i would have one chance because you'd only get to do it to one person before you got fired (laughs) So you grift your way through the entire process just yeah. solely in order to fuck up one haircut. <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to do it, so don't fear, people of Portland, Maine. Get your haircut from <laughs> You don't have to fear that I could be the rogue stylist out there. <laughs> then you know what else? I'd have to remember to have my smoke bombs in my pocket. Yes. So could... that I could fuck up their hair. They'd be like, what did you do? Ah, ha, ha. 
<laughs> Stacy Todd strikes again. <laughs> the demon barber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the fucking Aveda Hair Institute, <laughs> smoke bombing her way out. Yeah. As you hear the doors go, bing, boom, yeah. they open to let you out. And they look out the window and I'm running down the street. <laughs> Looking back to see yeah. if the smoke drink turned or not. Having the time of my life. <laughs> all I want for you is that joy, Thank that you. caliber of joy. We all deserve that joy. Like just Truly. that feeling. I would be laughing the whole time though cuz I would know what I'm doing. I'm really bad at cheating. <laughs> because I get so excited that I'm cheating that I just <laughs> laugh and give it away every time. <laughs> anyway. So Not the chopping block. <laughs> <laughs> Also, the name of Stacy's experimental y- yes! hair cutting station. Yes, it ties in. Oh, they call me the chopper. <laughs> <laughs> in a good way, though. Don't worry, you should hire me. <laughs> That's you on the phone with your prospective clients. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the chopping block is both Stacy's hairstyling um, <laughs> grift as well as a question and answer game show that we have here on Gaylords of Darkness. We present each other with three categories of horror movie trivia. We choose one category of questions we want to answer and we are then presented with five questions. We have 10 seconds to answer each single question unless... One of us calls out, I want the wig. In which case, um, we are tra- you are transmuted into Whitney Rose's 1999 fashion designer Barbie confessional look from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City <laughs> Season 3. Confusing the heads they are non-binary executioner and affording you an additional 10 seconds to answer just that one question. If you get anything wrong, you are dead. Game over. If you get all five questions right... Your name will be written in the stars, mm. um, like like Cassiopeia or, or the other guy. Oh wow! Yeah, that's real fancy. Big prize. Dipper. Big Dipper. <laughs> yep. speaking, speaking of Whitney, you know what I did? <laughs> you uh, yeah. <laughs> well, after watching the newest episode of the you episode, finally left I, the church. This, I finally I left the church. I said no more for me. Thank you. <laughs> no, after watching that episode of. Season three of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yeah. Now available on Peacock. Yes. There she got her five cents. Got my five cents. Uh, <laughs> I said to myself, didn't Whitney start like a housewives business? You know how they all start doing candles or skincare? Right? Yeah. Wild Rose. Yeah. And so I was like, is that still a thing? And so I Googled it and I found the website and I went on the website and there's a big quote from her on the main page and there was a typo in it. So I clicked on the contact us and I sent them an email and I said, I just wanted you to know you have a typo on the main page. <laughs> and that's my brush with Housewives fame. Oh, wait, so you, far. Have you not heard back? I have not heard back yet. Probably too embarrassed. But look but at she- when it's a skincare line and you have a quote from your founder in huge font, like size 64 font, and it says I like my friends like I like my skin air. Oh, no. Non-toxic and cruelty-free or whatever. (laughs) I felt the need to point it out. Because I love Whitney. Love Whitney. 
So if it changes, if you go to that site and it has changed at some point in the future to skin care instead of skin air, you can thank me. Stacy, you might have intervened in the saga of Wild Rose Cosmetics. That's right. Okay. Who goes first? Uh, um, I think last time I asked you first. Ah, so I ask you first. Oh, God. Yeah, oh, God. baby. What have I done? Okay. That's right. Well, <sighs> you have obviously three categories to choose from. What? Yeah. Wow. One is old, but I updated the title. One is a redone. Whatever. It's an old category, but I refreshed it. That's what it is. Ooh. You always call it a refreshed. And then, and then there's the third category, which is new. I'll explain it when I get to it. Okay. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So your first category is the old one. And it's called Mom, Oh God, Mom, Blood, Blood. This is all about mothers in horror movies. I updated the title after. Oh, Ma, you see. <laughs> I wish they had gone with Oh God, Mom, the Blood. <laughs> yeah. So in this category, I name a movie. You tell me the name of the mother that is in the movie. These mothers are central figures. Oh. Okay. Second category is your refreshed category, and that is, of course, in honor of all of our queens. The K-popping block, <gasps> which is the name of my, not to pimp my ride again, but the Spotify playlist, K-pop playlist, is called the K-popping block. And the people are loving it. People are loving it. I hope people find some music that they like. Okay. Uh, in this category, I give you the name of a song that is on that playlist. And you do like a word association kind of thing and tell me the name of a movie that it reminds you of. And I judge whether or not your answer is good. Hell yeah. In category three. Oh boy. Oh, I can't wait. Well, this is another one of those where I woke up and thought I had a really good idea. Yes. That was going to blow everybody away. I had literally, no one wants to hear about people's dreams, but I had a Gaylords of Darkness stress dream last night. What? Yeah, where I was late to the recording and I didn't have any categories and just like it was, you know. You were you were me. Pretty much. I was <laughs> like, oh, that's... I was like, mom, oh God, mom, I'm Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> And so I, upon waking from this stress dream, I came up with this category and I was like, it's amazing. Again, I'm going to blow everybody away. Yes. And then I had some coffee and I was like, <laughs> I tried to actually think of questions and I was like, Stacy, it's another one of those fucking terrible categories. Don't do it. And so I wasn't going to do it, but then it made me laugh. And so it's here anyway. And so category three, if you'll forgive the tautology, is Katomagori three. <laughs> and in this one, I thought this was a good idea that it would actually challenge you. It won't. Where I do like kind of a pig Latin thing and <gasps> I insert Oma, even though it's Oma, I'll go with the anglicized Oma. I insert Ew. that into 
the title of a horror movie <laughs> and you have to tell me the original like what the movie actually is well okay <laughs> that barely makes sense it is so stupid and i actually was like this is gonna challenge anthony so much it's not gonna challenge you in the least <laughs> But when I finally managed to come up with one of them, I was like, I have to include this because it makes me laugh. So, so your categories are mom, oh God, mom, blood, blood, the K-popping block, and Katamagori 3. <laughs> Sorry, I have, been, I have been broken. Um, Okay, okay. I was, I was like, I was so ready i was ready for mom the blood i was gonna answer all the horror movie mothers i was gonna honor their history and their lineage and i was so excited for it but then you explained something to me that i still don't fully grasp no and i too am so excited by the 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 dawning the revelation the debut of a brand new pondarian classic here on the chopping block (laughs) it's so I gotta go. How could I would be remiss if I did not go with Katagum Katagumarmim Katagoma Katagumor Katamagori Katamagori Please for five So like if I said okay what word am I trying to say and I said Katamagori you would say category Like that's how that's You literally just filled in words with Uma Yeah and yes. <laughs> I tell you what word you're saying. It's all movie titles, though. I can't wait. Horror movie titles, yeah. So would it be like the step forward, um, um, uh, yep, yep, <laughs> yep. I thought this was a big challenge. We had a great idea. Hit me! I'm so ready. Okay, number one. <laughs> number one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wait, say it again. Hermitary. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna guess hereditary. Ding ding ding. Hermitary. Okay. Well done. Thank you. Number, number two. Aliama. <laughs> ding ding ding. Okay. Uh, number three. Suspiriama. <laughs> the problem is, can I answer these before laughing? Suspiria. Yes. Ding ding ding. Woo. No way you're gonna get the next one though. The Blair Wumma Project. <laughs> Blair Witch Project. Oh, ding ding ding. This is the hardest trivia I've ever done. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And your last one for all the monies. Or Fumma. <laughs> Estoma, yes. my favorite Estoma Ian dwarf. Oh. oh my god! 
God. The, uh, I just, when I wake up. Yeah. And I, these come to me. And I'm, I, that's the thing is I genuinely am like, this is so good. <laughs> and then, well, they're not, are they? Oh, I, but you won. I, I did win. I won. I you didn't. Won. I was so entertained that I didn't even understand the severity of the goodness of my situation. That I have won. I'm still alive. You're still alive. I have a head attached to my body, and I, I feel. Um, I feel. I just appreciate. I appreciate that you, Stacy, are your own prince of darkness. <laughs> it all expands. That there is. There is Stacy who can like is so brilliant, so brilliant. I said it, so brilliant, and can unpack, you know, uh, can write a, essentially a book's length worth of writing about like Suspiria. I'm sorry, Suspiriuma, <laughs> and like all of the all of the symbology and threads and and everything about that film. And then we also have <laughs> Mirror Stacy. <laughs> Who comes up with the Okatagorama? <laughs> Stacy has two faces. Yes, I just I'm so grateful for it. Oh, well, thank you. So thank you, thank you for doing what I think we would we call the work. Well, that's what podcasting's all about, my friend. It is. It is. Um, and with that said, uh, place your head on the Chopama block, Stacy. <laughs> I've got three categories for you, too. And two of them are old. One of them is arguably new. Your returning category, uh, your first returning category is Orphan Family Tree, which is also about Orphama. Uh, These 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 aren't necessarily about Orphan, but these are about horror movies featuring the cast, cast members of the Orphan Cinematic Universe. (laughs) So if you've seen a person in Orphan, a couple of them you've also seen in other horror movies, and these questions are about that, if okay. that makes sense. Sure. Uh, your second returning category, a holdover from last week, which was a holdover from the week before, this is Chop Off the Old Block Volume 2. This is a grab bag of leftover horror trivia from our Gay-E's award ceremony. So these are, these are just fucking random-ass horror trivia questions. Who knows? I'm asking you for a movie. I'm asking you for characteristics of things i'm asking you for character names i'm asking you for places it's 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 a grab bag you get what you get and that's chop off the old blog volume two your new category today in honor of uma is i'm not your fucking mommy in which you have 50 seconds to name five films with variations of the english word for uma in the title does that make sense hmm so variations of so Oma means mom. Horror movies that have five horror movies that have mom or variations of that word, you know, mother, any of those things. Five of those in fifty seconds. Or sixty if you call out for the Whitney Rose nineteen ninety nine fashion designer Barbie look confessional look. That sounds like a challenge. It is a challenge, much like categorama. So your category categoramas are Orphan Family Tree. Chop off the old block, volume two, or I'm not your fucking mommy. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for a challenge. Let's really, I'm not your fucking old mom. Hell yeah! Now you can do remakes for this. 
Okay. And keep, keep in mind, these are just variations on, you know, all the variations on that word. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. In that case, you got 50 seconds, unless you call out for that Whitney Rose. Uh, starting, three, two, one, go. Well, I want the wig, or the Thank Whitney. Um, Mother's Day. Yep. Ding, ding, ding. Mother. Ding, 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 ding. Good night, mommy. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, mommy. Yes. Is it the mommy or mommy? Oh, ding, 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 yes. And mommy too. Oh, ding, 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 ding. That's right. Stacy. Mommy starring, uh, fucking the bad seed. That is her legal name. <laughs> That's her acting name and her legally, she was born and they said, what do you want to name her? And they said, the fucking bad seed. Patty McCormick. Patty McCormick. Love her. Love her. Mommy's Stacey. not very good, but it's fun. And they made two of them? They made two of them. She came back for both? Mm-hmm. She's the mommy? She's the mommy. Wow. Who's the mommy now? Who's the mommy now? It's a fucking bad seed. That's her. Once a seed, now a full plant. That's right. Mother. <laughs> very well done you could have said goodnight even... mommy remake could have said that too you could have said that you could have said the mother's day remake which is it a remake or is it kind of like the one? children versus the children hmm? i didn't know there was one there is uh it was the bro horror extreme bro horror era it was home invasion but it was um it was um oh my god uh hand that rocks the cradle um rebecca de mornay yes the name of our favorite uh eau de toilette yeah yeah it's it's it was rebecca like it's like a a bunch of people are in a house doing something and then like criminals break in and then like held them all hostage and it's home invasion and then mother shows up and it's rebecca de mornay and she's like take him and kill her and like it's all that oh weird i remember liking it um but i love the original it's fucked up but it's 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 you gotta love that mother and her neck brace. Um, <laughs> other films we would have accepted. We also would have accepted Mama. Oh, duh. Starring Light of Your Life, Hot Topic, Jessica, Jessica Chastain. Yes. Oh, we need to bring that back. She's just turning into the biopic queen now. I just saw some new thing of she's doing like George and Tammy. Why not? I assume. Oh, really? George Jones. Yeah. And I'm like, girl. I know this is where Hollywood takes us these days, but don't turn into the theatrical version of Sarah Paulson. Yeah. As Ryan Murphy's The Clumps. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Okay, but if they if Ryan Murphy actually did The Clumps as a Netflix series starring Sarah Paulson, wouldn't you watch that? I would watch it every day for the rest of my life. <laughs> That's only the only thing you watch. Yeah. It's just that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could, we should only, we should hope. Oh, hot topic, Jessica Chastain. Hold on, I need a. Where's my chair? <laughs> <laughs> With a piece of tape that says Jessica on it. Yeah. And it has an Avril tie. <laughs> yeah. We also would have accepted Ma. Oh my god. Also would have accepted the eyes of my mother or a uh, little Nick Nick Cage Selma Blair picture, Mom and Dad. How did I forget Ma? I, I was surprised you forgot Ma and Mama, but look, you did it, and you did it in like 24 seconds. That's one of the fastest yet. <sighs> well, Congratulations! Thank you.
You're a winner. We're both winners today. Equal difficulty. Absolutely. I mean, might not have been the best movie, but at least it led us to our best. And that's what matters. That's what matters. It's the it's the discoveries we had along the way. And the chairs we fucked. And the chairs we fucked along the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gaylords of Darkness. Yep. Uh, dot com is where you'll find uh, some stuff like old episodes, links to our social media stuff. Uh, otherwise, I mean, October and Shocktober will continue. I think I, I think we all know what's next. Oh, is it next? It's I, I feel it I, like like unto a monkeypox. I feel the itch. Is it next? <laughs> starting to flare up? Is it next or is it? Oh my god, it's next! Isn't no, it? homegirl. Literally, like in less than a week, we will be watching it. And what is it? Is it it? No. <laughs> no. It is Halloween Bangs Part Two. That's right. AKA, I don't even want to know what it's actually called. The names are so stupid. I was on my run yesterday because I was listening. This is, I told you before we started recording that I watched the first half of the last of Halloween Bangs Part One. For some reason, I just got so bored that I put it on in the middle of the night and regretted my life choices. But I, I've been listening to the soundtrack on spooky evening runs because it's like, I like to pretend that I'm running from a killer or Michael Myers, you know? And and as I'm listening to this, I just spiraled out on the, I was like on a run. I should just be focusing on a meditative state, you know, of bettering myself or whatever instead i'm just thinking like they literally named it halloween kills what does that mean it makes no sense and the next halloween ends what the fuck does that mean it's so stupid one week one week i can't believe it's time i can't believe it's time already it's been a year boy has it it's been a year I'm surprised to see what happens. I'll be surprised to see where it goes or what happens or maybe, you know, make a bazillion dollars like you said earlier and then we'll just never see the end of them again. But I'm there for Lindsay. She's a goth witch now. Yeah, gay. A gay goth witch who runs a bar and, you know, what if she doesn't die? What if she is the final girl? What if we love it? It could, no. (laughs) I I mean, anything's possible, I suppose. Uh, Sure. We'll tune in next week, y'all, because it's going to be sweeps week. Yeah. Sweeping with those bangs. Ugh. Right. That didn't work. I know. That's okay, though. Going anyway. Back to my chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, bye bye. Wow. For a haunted tome made out of skin, it's so loosely structured yet informative. I know, right? Uh, Is it over? It's glowing and spinning on its own, so I'm gonna guess yes. Ah, Oh oh my god! god. Oh Oh my my god! God. Tune in next time for more Gaylords of Ha, ha, ha.